Hey, hey, everyone, and welcome to the Rodeo Kids Podcast. I'm your host, Kamari Rorda, and tomorrow is Thanksgiving from when we're recording this. So we want to wish everybody an amazing Thanksgiving and just God bless. We hope that you get to spend it with family, with friends, or at least always remember you're never alone because God is always there if you're out traveling or have other plans. Um, we just want to wish you that. Happy Thanksgiving. If you have been here before, welcome back. If this is your first time, thank you for joining. We hope that you and uh, learn a lot while you're on this podcast listening, and we encourage you to check out some of the ones we've had in the past. We are over 21,000 downloads, and we have got almost 130 podcasts. This will be 129. So we have got a lot of podcasts, and there's so much good content from world champions, entertainers, producers, rodeo moms, rodeo kids, uh, myself, just all kinds of really cool stuff to to help you on your rodeo journey from the basics to mastering your mind game to what you're supposed to eat to help you perform at the highest levels just to different things to think about and in how we rodeo and make the best out of everything that we're doing and and making sure that we're thanking God in the process. So there's just all kinds of cool information that we have collected and we encourage you to kind of reach back in the archives and listen to some of those and it's just going to give you amazing guidance and perspective and direction um, through your rodeo journey. So thank you for joining us. Um, We are so excited. If you're going to be in Vegas, we cannot wait to see you. We are going to talk today with Sherry Lynn Johnson from Um, the Vegas Toughest Junior World Champions. Her and her husband, Mike, are heading this deal up and they have just done some amazing things for the kids and their hearts are definitely in the right place while they're doing it. So we are excited to learn what it's like to put together a production in the big city under the bright lights. Madison Horde and Isaiah Ellis, Rodeo Kids Ambassadors, lead this podcast and they've never been to Las Vegas. They're in their teens and uh, you know, they're really curious about what what goes into this and what it's like. So Sherry Lynn shares a lot about the production side of it, which I think is important for all cowboys and cowgirls to understand because there is so much that goes into every event, you know, from your local jackpot to a rodeo like the National Finals Rodeo and the Vegas Toughest, um, the things you see at the Lazy E, all the things that you see on the Cowboy Channel, like, There are a lot, a lot, a lot of moving parts that go into that, and the Cowboys get to show up and be the entertainers, which the Cowboys and Cowgirls have a huge role to play as well, but learning what goes into it will just give you a whole new respect for um, these events that we get to attend and just how fortunate we are to have so many people in our industry who want to create that and enjoy that side of it because Let me tell you, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of risk, uh, especially our outdoor arenas. Guys, if you think about it, like the amount of time and money that it takes to collect the sponsors and prepare the arena and get the stock contractors there and the help and, and just all of the people that it takes just to produce a rodeo. Like if you think of just at the shoot, how many people on the roping end of the of it. You've got at least one or two people sorting. You've got somebody pushing them into the chute and putting the neck ropes on. You've got the guy running the chute. You've got the judge and the one or two people pulling the barrier. Uh, Just right there, you've got six, seven people 
just in the box area. And then if you think about the bucking shoots, you know, you've always got people sorting horses and bulls and bringing them up and opening and closing gates and um, our barrel setters, which a lot of people wear multiple hats. But then you've got secretaries and the sponsors that are pouring money into it and the committees that help put all this together and the stock contractors who have a whole crew of people making sure these horses get fed and everything. And, and then all the contestants and there's just, there's so, so, so many moving parts that it's easy to forget what that takes to put this all together. So, uh, we just really enjoy this podcast. And we also talk just about first timers in Las Vegas, kind of what to expect, the kind of money that you're going to want to spend, uh, or prepare to spend while you're in Las Vegas. And, um, you know, you can, you can make Vegas what you want it to be, uh, but it can be affordable. So there's some tips and tricks to things like that and keeping your kids safe in Las Vegas Some some tips and tricks to that as well. Um, so we're just really excited for this. If you are not going to be in Las Vegas, please tell your friends who are, but we have so many cool things. Um, all of our sponsors, we're adding stuff to the website all the time right now on our store. We just got some really, really fun, cool new shirts. And I just want to remind you guys that when you shop at Rodeo Kids or the Performance Pony Company, all of the proceeds from these companies go back towards the youth. We are pouring back into the industry. Um, For those of you who haven't listened to this before, I do own the Performance Pony Company as well. I started with that and Rodeo Kids actually came along in Vegas um, about five years ago. God gave me that idea in an elevator and I told him no, but here we are today. I guess he got his way. He usually does, and I'm thankful that he did, but um, the Performance Pony Company has been the backbone of funding the startup of Rodeo Kids, um, and it's just, I'm so thankful that of the, the progression that God has given us to be able to do this, and and now we're really just so thankful for the sponsors and the partners that have stepped up to help make this booth and to help make Rodeo Kids happen. At the end of the year, we will have given away close to thirty over $30,000 in scholarships for kids to attend clinics, camps, lessons, and educational opportunities within the Western industry. $30,000 that people have stepped up and provided. Um, we've worked for it. You know, we've done some fundraisers and the Rodeo Kids ambassadors have done a great job, but wow, like the people in this industry are so generous and they really want to see things happen. So we cannot wait to see this continue to grow. Um, So whether you are or are not going to Vegas, make sure you head on over to rodeokids.com. Check out the scholarships page. If you have a kid who is interested in going um, to a clinic, camp lesson, or educational opportunity, have them fill that out. If you are an individual who just listens to this podcast because you like listening to it, which is wonderful, we thank you for that. Um, but you know somebody in your rodeo community, um, a youth under the age of 19, who could use a little recognition. Maybe they need a boost. Maybe they just need to know that you're thinking about them. We do have the Nominate a Rodeo Kid. That's a really cool um, opportunity. It's a match program. So if you nominate this individual and uh, we find that you know you, you cannot be an immediate family member, but they get nominated and we call their references and and they say, yeah, this kid really deserves it. Um, if you put up 50 bucks, we'll put up 50 bucks and that kid's got $100 to go to a clinic, camp, lesson, or educational opportunity within the industry. So we are super excited to offer that and this is the perfect time of year to do things like that. You know, it's, it's always a good 
a good time to give um, year round, but we've got Thanksgiving and Christmas coming up. So we would love to have the opportunity to bless uh, some more youth in the industry and recognize them for their outstanding character and just the good things that they do. So head on over to rodeokids.com, check out the shop, check out the scholarships and everything else we have going on. You can also head on over to the Performance Pony Company if you have a pony or a small horse. So enough of me talking. Let's learn about what is going on in Las Vegas, how these productions work, and what you can expect when you head out to the Vegas Toughest Junior World Championships this year. Welcome to the RodeoKids.com podcast, where we empower youth to be their best selves through the values and traditions of the rodeo and Western lifestyle. Welcome again to the Rodeo Kids podcast. I'm super excited to speak with you again, and this time it'll be even better because we because we get to talk about all things Vegas toughest. So I'm also here with another Rodeo Kids ambassador, Isaiah Ellis. We are both super excited because we will be working in the Rodeo Kids booth with some super, super cool stuff that I'll explain later in this podcast. Um, Before I get talking about what's going on in Vegas, I'll revisit some of the things we talked about in the first podcast we did with you. Okay. So can you remind everybody a little bit about you, who you are, when and why you started the Vegas Toughest and how long it's been going on? Um, Mike and I, Mike and Sherry Lynn Johnson, we rodeo. We have been to the national finals numerous times. Mike holds the record 23 times. I've been four. Uh, We've been real fortunate to be in the rodeo world. So we decided to uh, reach out and try to help kids do the very same thing in Las Vegas. So we have Vegas Toughest Junior World Championship. Mike's idea was really awesome. We we now have over 30 uh, qualifiers all over the world. So you go and compete to try to qualify for Vegas. This year, we're excited to say we'll give $1.5 million away in cash and prizes. And we are the biggest by far event in the world for kids 19 and under. And so we have uh, 12 and under, 15 and under, 19 and under events. And so these kids from all over the world, there's 1,060 that will be competing uh, over this seven-day span, uh, five major days and then two days for team roping that we added this year. And they will try to take home as much of that money as they can. That's so exciting that you give um, kids the opportunity to be able to do that. And I know it takes a special person to be able to do that. And I know it's a lot of hard work, and I thank you for doing that. Well, thanks, Isaiah. I appreciate it. It's good to meet you. Um, I'm glad you're going to be out there in the booth. And uh, it sounds like you guys are going to have a lot of exciting, fun things. And we've been trying to tell all the kids to to get ready. Yes. Oh, how yeah. many quali- How many qualifiers did you say there are per year? Uh, this year we had 31. So each year it's around the 30 mark. Um, but that's what we try to do. And um, like I said, this year we had uh, four in Canada. And then we, I believe we had uh, quite a few on the Eastern side of the world this year, which is new to us. And we're excited to grow and expand that area. And next year I've been uh, contacted by Australia. So uh, hopefully we'll get one there. Oh, wow. That's That's cool to have one in Australia. Um, Do you guys guys usually have like big turnouts at every single qualifier? 
Well, you know, uh, Madison, it's, that's a good question because back East, a lot of kids just don't uh, know what it's about. Uh, some of them are, you know, um, not as resilient to go to Texas and compete. So when we have those qualifiers over there, one of the things that they, you know, um, they're a little just cautious in entering, thinking A, that they're not good enough, or B, they have no idea what to do when they get out there and what it's going to be like. And so we try to encourage the fact that those may be small when we start, and that's okay with us because we know they'll grow. I know this is our second year for the one in Pennsylvania, and it doubled. And so we sent uh, like two or three kids the first year, and now we're sending eight. And so I think it'll get continually grow and be bigger that way. And that's what we hope. And, and we understand that. And that's the whole purpose of, you know, getting them going and getting kids from everywhere. That's I think great. that's a really cool point that you make too. Like um, when, when people have stuff, you know, if you go to an event the first time and there's not very many people entered, I know like whether it's a rodeo or it's a trade show booth or whatever it is, they say at least give it three years before you decide if it's successful or not, because sometimes it just takes some time to even find out about it. So maybe you didn't go the first year, but you heard, oh, nobody, there weren't very many people who showed up. Well, that doesn't mean that it wasn't worth it. And so maybe you should still enter up and try it the next year. Absolutely. And and also what that's about is giving them the opportunity. They may not be able to travel all the way across to, you know, um, Missouri or to Kansas or someplace like that or, or North Dakota to compete. So having one in their backyard, even though it's smaller, gives them a chance to come to Vegas just as well as one that has 40 in an event in Texas. And so a lot of times um, giving them that opportunity, then they can save their money to go to Vegas and give their, their, their opportunity, their chance to shine on a big stage. Because I promise you, if you never get that opportunity, you don't really know what you can work on and how good you actually can be or are at that point. And it's only that spark that gives you that chance. And if you stay within your comfort zone, you'll never really know what you can do. And that's with anything in life. So that's the opportunity that we want to give kids. Right. Isn't it amazing to see how far you've come from your first time doing this and now like to see the growth that I enjoy. I love seeing how far things grow over time from where you first started and just to be able to look back and maybe pictures or your first rodeo and now to see how far you are in Las Vegas. And it's just amazing. Oh my goodness. You, you hit it the nail on the head. The first year that we had Vegas, we were nervous. We guaranteed 10,000 to the winners in the hot rounds in each event, not having any idea where that money was going to come from. Told Mike we'd have to hawk the farm if it didn't work out. And we were at Horsons Park in, in Vegas. It's outside outside arena it's not covered um and a lot of people stay there and do events there but i'm telling you from that event where we gave a half a million to now we have uh, tripled that amount of money away and we're downtown in one of the nicest expos in las vegas and so to see it grow even through covid when we had to go to tulsa it just kept growing and so um, yeah, it's exciting to see where it's going to go. And the kicker is, is we have 10 days in Vegas, but we try to keep it within those five days and we have outgrown that. That's why we don't do any more qualifiers. If we spread it over the 10 days, everyone have to stay 10 days and it's expensive for our family. So we try to, we're, we're caught between now of trying to make it bigger and, and you know, 
anyway, it, it's it's awesome. It's a good problem to have, definitely. Oh yeah. So why did you choose the World Trade Center um, to be your venue for the Vegas Toughest and not a different one? Awesome. We outgrew Horseman's Park the first year, and so um, and that is parking cars, um, having places to for people to stay, all all of those types of things out there. It, it just we you know we just overpowered ourselves so quickly, and um, golly, the mayor of Las Vegas was so awesome, and Jennifer Muna, she was over uh, the market at the time, and they were actually building the expo. It was not complete when we visited with her the first time. And we were going to be the first event in there when COVID hit. And so um, we had to wait a year, obviously, to go back to that venue. But we were still one of the very first things that was ever in there. And they built it just for trade shows. And so it's not something that they have tons and tons of events there. But because she had worked with the PBR and she was familiar with what we were trying to accomplish and the mayor wanted something in the downtown part that would exceed everything, um, their expectations, they they shot us in that direction. And they've been supportive for us ever since. And we have a 12 acre parking lot that we are able to put stalling for our horses and park that no other venue has downtown in Las Vegas, that big a area to do that many things in. So uh, actually they, I, I can't tell you, uh, Vegas has been really good to our event and they've been good to our kids. And so anytime they, um, they have coat drives or anything, we're about it because just like bringing in, you know, rodeokids.com, we are so excited to give our little kids um, you know, the siblings, an opportunity to do fun things. And I, I couldn't be more pleased that rodeokids.com is going to kick that off. Yes, we're very excited to be able to come out there. Um, can you tell us a little bit about what inspired you to start the Vegas Toughest? Well, that was my husband. He totally had a vision of what could we do for kids that they could compete in Vegas, be very similar to going to the finals having a back number ceremony uh qualifying to get there running at money that it could be life-changing for them and at the same time utilize the events that they know that are dear to their heart with their family all in one area during the national finals so they could compete during the day then they could go watch the nfr at night and what's so cool this year um for the first time at our at our uh, NFR experience at night, we are going to kind of new. I guess you guys will be the first ones that we can blast. I haven't even uh, blasted on our Facebook page yet, but um, we we show the national finals rodeo. We feed the kids uh, pizza, popcorn, lemonade, uh, soda pop, that sort of thing, and then this year on another feed going on in the room at the same time will be the winners of the day at the Vegas toughest. So if you won your event, you'll be able to see yourself on the screen when the NFR is going on on the other screen. So it's mm -hmm. kind of like giving you that same playing field and uh, you know, the arena's the same size, the barriers, the same, the barrel patterns, the same, so giving you that opportunity now to see yourself up there against the others, it's kind of cool. You can compare what you can do with the, with the ones that are the, the icons of the rodeo world. So how that. Yeah. 
I mean, even if someone won a chunk of that money, their their life could be like turned into a 360. And I love how you can um you like plaster them on the TV and like see just how it's like close to the NFR, but for like kids. Um, how far away is the NFR from the Vegas toughest? You're probably about 15 to 20 minute drive in, in decent traffic, obviously at five o'clock. That's not going to happen in Vegas, but um, we also, our past world, Champions, we have live uh, stand up cutouts of them with their checks and they're plastered all over the stratosphere and our ant. So you'll be able to see yourself live big, and it looks like you and you get to take it home if you're the past world champion. So you can see what people have won in the past. And I want to tell you, Madison, um, that $10,000 that Mike guaranteed with his vision, some of our events this year will pay $17,000 in that hot round. So you could win um, in your go rounds, your short go, your average. And then in the hot round, our 19 breakaway and our 19 barrels, if you want it straight across and 40% of that, you could win $34,000 one event that's crazy i know that right? is crazy i know that is pretty exciting on top of that then you have a chance to win a truck so you know what the heck <laughs> that's amazing i love how y'all are giving kids that opportunity because sometimes that's what kids need is that little push off and your push off now to get them to the nfr in a couple years and you'll be able to see how it started with the vegas stuff it's now they're in the nfr and just how amazing that is well, that's exciting, and you guys are doing a really good job of, of giving a platform to, to be there and do things. And, and you know, we talk about the winners all the time. I want you to understand that there's a lot of things in Vegas Toughest that aren't just for the one that wins first place. We have a lot of uh, uh, events there. One of them is Blackjack 21. It's something that is near and dear to my heart. I designed it. And, for example, if you're a tie-down roper, and you don't do so well that day, and you're a 19.92, that's probably not going to get money. But you're going to blackjack because 1 plus 9, and plus 9 is 19, plus 2 is 21. 21 gives you blackjack. So we're going to put you on Facebook. We're going to plaster your name the next day. You're coming into the arena, and we're going to give you an award for that. So there's a lot of ways to win, not just being the best stitcher event. And I just think that's what, what it's all about. Right. Yeah, that's awesome. What does the setup process look like when setting up for this? I'm in Nevada now. Um, we start on the arena next weekend. So it takes us about a month to get that place ready to go so um we're bringing in a lot of crews to try to help us take it down so my families can go back for christmas so this year instead of doing 10 days we did seven and the reason we did that so our families will have an opportunity to get home because christmas and the nfr are a week apart we just didn't feel like that was right for our family so this year we made it a little bit quicker a little bit faster didn't utilize all 10 days in the expo. We will next year, but this year uh, we just felt like uh, when the NFR moved back so close to Christmas that we wanted, you know, all of our families to be able to, to go home and eat some turkey and dressing with their, their families and open Christmas. So hopefully that is positive for them um, because we couldn't do it without them. Because like I said, we have a crew coming in starting 
this coming Saturday. And um, yeah, kind of wild. <laughs> How big is your crew? Um, like, and we, what's the first thing they, that, that, that they start on? Oh my goodness. Our crew is about 50 members strong. Um, and we start from the ground up when they get there, we go and we have an arena, Red River arenas, and we go out, it's stored, bring that, um, across and get that there. Um, then the dirt comes in on Monday and it takes them a full day, um, with all those trucks moving in and out to get the dirt in. And then once they get the dirt inside, then the next day they put the dirt outside for the warm up arena. Once the dirt's in, we start putting the arena up. Once we get the arena up, then we have to banner it and sign it. Once we get all the banner and signage up and it's all tied up good and strong, then the bleachers come in and we do the VIP first. Then we do the bleachers next. And then once we get that up, we put all the stages up. Once the stages get up, then we do all the curtains. Once the curtains are up, we do all the carpet. Once the carpets are up, then we do the streamers and all the fancy stuff that goes along with it. So once we do that, the stalling is coming in across the street and we're putting stalling up and then we're putting bedding down. Then we're putting fencing around the outside. And so, yeah, it's a, it's a big process. And then once we get that done, we close the road for 14 days and then we put panels across the road. We put matting down so the kids can walk on rubber mats to get to the arena from their stalls. So yeah, lots, lots to do. That's, that's great. Is there anything else new that you're doing this year that you've not done in the previous years? Well, one of the things, obviously, there's more money for everyone to run at, um, which is big. But team roping is something, uh, Zaya, that we are doing that's that's really new. We added that event this year. That's going to be, once the, the lesson is over and we do the hot rounds for all the 12 major events, then um, on the 12th and the 13th um, in the mornings, we have the team roping and they'll do the very same thing. They'll have two go arounds on the 12th and then they'll have their hot round, their short go on the 13th. And then we'll crown their champions and then they'll have the same opportunities to try to go and get big prizes for that, too. And and this year, just in those events alone, those kids can win, you know, 12 you know, thousand dollars, something like that, if they went it straight across. So they'll have the same kind of opportunities that the other kids will. And that event will grow as well. We, we started that this year and it takes about three years. Uh, Madison's right to try to get everything going where those events soar. We did barrels that way. And this year we have over a hundred in the barrels. So the team roping, we're at the fifties. So we feel like it might not take three it to get there but we're excited to add that event we're excited for that to be a part of us and then for everyone else for all the other siblings that run barrels we have a race for the bonus and it's in the afternoon on those days and anyone can enter that you don't have to qualify to run at that and if you won that it's a d race so you can bring that young horse you can bring yourself that's learning and growing to try to hit one of those d's and there's a lot of money to be said there the uh the first uh, champion could win probably anywhere from 10 to fourteen thousand dollars. so that's a big one too and uh, we uh, usually end up with that and uh, we're going to do that again this year so we're excited for that and they win crickets and everything else too as bonus prizes so uh, we try to make sure it's a family friendly thing and that's why rodeokids.com is invited to 
come in and help those little siblings to do some things. So I'd like to know what you guys have in store for us. Okay. Um, so just some of the things that we have in our booth are our t-shirts and hat designs that are designed by our ambassadors, some fastback ropes, they're a sponsor. And thank you for that. Um, some goatees and different books, uh, we'll have dummy roping jackpots, jackpots sponsored by the 7k roping, um, goatee goat tying matches, stick horse races, coloring contests for all the artists out there and rodeo kids charades oh, oh and thank you for um being a sponsor for two qualify or for two qualifier fees and two clinic spots you're welcome we also have some other things some of our sponsors have already seen what you're doing and we've got some things to give away as well for you so we've got some additional things to add to your um your prizes so we're kind of excited uh, about that too so hopefully together we can grow this and people can see what you guys do and get behind you for the new year and we'll just grow and grow and grow till we we can't grow anymore sky's the limit yeah we're we're super excited for this you know and we're really hoping that um with this it also gives people a reason to come and hang out for a little while and then watch as the kids compete and just give it kind of a hub for youth in vegas you know vegas isn't exactly the most youth-friendly city in the world sometimes and so um and i know i've talked to kids in the past and uh who go out there with their parents who are just there on vacation and they get to walking around trade shows and those kids are just like they just get bored you know they can only look at the same stuff so so many times so we're hoping that um you know this will get kids over there and we say hey like you'll be able to do some shopping at the other vendor booths that are are at your venue uh, mom and dad can and um it'll be a chance for them to win scholarships we do have i think we're up to about six thousand seven thousand dollars in scholarships um to give away for those the the coloring contest will be, and it doesn't have to be a contest either. Not everybody has to be in that contest, but um, the Belmare Book Company and Short Go Children's Books, they sponsored uh, little cutouts of the back numbers so that we can, they can color their own um, NFR Wrangler back number, and then we can pin that on them for the stick horse races and stuff like that. So um, yeah, it'll just be super fun. We're, we're hoping that um, we can cover something for everyone and, you know, for us and rodeo kids, and I know yours is about the educational aspect of, you know, being a rodeo contestant and, and getting to Vegas and stuff. And, um, we're trying to throw in the, the educational aspect of learning what it takes through those scholarships. You know, one thing that's different about rodeo kids scholarships than a lot that I want to make, um, kind of clear is that our scholarships go directly to the clinician, to the camp, um, to the, uh, whoever's doing the lessons or to that educational opportunity. And it doesn't necessarily have to be specifically rodeo. We do want to keep it in the industry, but I had one young man do, um, he signed up for a scholarship to do a mentorship mental game kind of thing. I had another young lady who got a scholarship to go to um, a three-day vet school um, to kind of see if that was something she's interested in. So we do want to keep it in the industry, but we do keep it um, open into where these kids can really utilize these scholarships to grow their skills, to build their character, and to build their network because we all know that's important. Oh, that see, that's just to my heart. Um, 
I got invited um, and selected this year um, for in March. I go to Canada. They have um, it's kind of like a road to the horse for them in the United States. They have that in Canada and it's in Edmonton. And I'll be the guest speaker for uh, this year's for the barrel racing side of it. And so what you're doing is something that I will kick off up there as well. And I can't wait to see what they'll have in store with that. And every time I do those type of seminars, one of the things is education. Um, Cause I just believe education doesn't also have to be from a book. It can be from a mentor. Like you said, being around the right people, understanding the right ways to do things. And mm-hmm. I think, world needs that and i i'm so excited that you guys are going to do that and i just think that with you and around you and understanding how to do the things you do um and you being specific in in what you see you know whether it's their health whether it's their education whether it's just their style in which they they talk they act they they do things all of those make up a very good cowboy or cowgirl in the mm-hmm. not everyone first place right and you'll need someone everyone's watching you i tell all my kids all the time you're 12 years old there's some eight-year-old that's watching you and you know it's real important for you to to aspire to be better and understand that because you might be watching the guy that's 21 and the eight-year-old's watching and and so i think that's important if you don't believe that watch how many little siblings do exactly what their other sibling is doing and then you'll Mm -hmm. understand that's how it works and so um you know um i I like that it's new you'll go back the ideas to do different next year once you're there a year and involved and that's exciting for me because i hope that we continue this for for a long time yeah you bet the kids keep asking well what what should we expect what should we what's this what's the time frame it's going to be like all these questions and i'm like I'm doing my best to answer them, but I keep saying, you know, it's new to me too. Um, so we're excited to to explore that. And like you said, just figure out, you know, what the flow is and what works and what we can do better and what adjustments that we can make for the future. So it'll be super fun. I take a group of kids um, from Utah that have been either to our clinic or have rodeoed and our clinics and they come down and they help us set up the uh, signage and they unload all of the things by storage unit. And when they're done, then they get cash money and then they get to go to boot barn and then they use it. And so it's, yeah, there's about, um, about 10 of them that come down and they spend the night. We put so their parent, there's a, a chaperone that comes and have half boys, half girls, and they just help me get everything set up. Uh, you know, that part of it. And uh, they stay too and they work hard. And it just gives them a little bit of pride in the arena, too, because they did it. And they're all, you know, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16 years old. And so um, and, and they do a really good job. And there's just one parent there. Um, you know, it's, it's a mom and a dad that bring them. And, you know, if they do well and they act right, they get to back the next year. And so um, it, it, it's it's neat. And it's just what you're saying. It's letting them have pride in what's happening and it's not all just about adults you know it's it's their show right and so and I ask them all the time what would you like you know what what you know I mean when we give electric bikes two kids on electric bike driving around in there I know that they like what we do right you know (laughs) it's you bet 
fun. So, and I'm excited for you guys to come and appreciate it right up front that you are taking time out to be a part of us. So hopefully yes, we live up to what expect. And vice versa. Absolutely. <laughs> From a um, production point of view, what are things you have to take into consideration? Costs you have to be prepared for and how to get out of money and sponsors? Oh, ooh, that last one's tough. I guess you guys know that part. It's getting harder and harder on that end. Um, well, we are very lucky. Uh, Vegas toughest um, because of Mike and I been in the industry so long. Uh, Pro West is, uh, they are have been part of the NFR for many years and they do PBRs as well. And they come in and do all of our streaming as far as our scoreboard. And um, you can see it at home. If you have people at home that want to, see what we're doing um they can they'll be able to go on to johnsonsportline.com and uh i think it's five dollars to 99 cents for the whole uh, eight days and so they can come on and watch and see what's happening and and try to cheer on their favorite person um we also uh, from time to time you guys will be on part of that because we live stream a lot of different things um but to get sponsored dollars man that is the hardest thing they're hit so hard all of the time from every point of view from junior high to little bridges to high school to pro and you know sometimes we don't really realize how hard that is so i tried to make it user friendly for them to where um i've kept the same sponsors for so many years i mean most of our sponsors have been with us you know um 10 plus years and i and that means back when Mike and I were competing. And so those just follow us. And it's just not one 10-day event. It's it's checking on them when you see someone in their family. It's checking on them when you see something good they're accomplishing. It's supporting them if you see something on Facebook they're doing is sharing it. it, it it's just not for 10 days. And I think that's something that's real important. I see their kids competing and, you know, I'll cheer them on. Or if I'm in their area, I'll go by and help their kids. I, I just feel like it's a family affair. And I think that if you look at it that way, you can keep your sponsors. And if, you know, if they get into hard times, we've had sponsors have gotten to hard times, and we keep them on and we give them the same thing as if they'd given us what they did the year before. And then they come back around and support us. Again. And I feel like that's important. I think that we sometimes get lost in the financial side and I know we have to have it to survive, but I do believe that we need to see the whole picture and, and how they see it from their side, look at it through their glasses. And I think if we did that, we'd understand a little bit how hard it is to do this whole thing and how to balance it and make it work for everybody. So Maybe that'll give you a little uh, idea of thinking outside the box instead of wrapping the box. So hopefully. I love that family aspect that you share. And one thing that I try to, to teach these kids and in, in anything that I write or when I hear people talk about 
partnerships and sponsorships. And, and the thing is, is that there's a difference between donations and sponsorships and, and all of that. And um, I just really love that you're saying that it's, it's not just a Vegas toughest while you're in Las Vegas, while their banner is visible. It's that's not their relationship when you're a sponsor. That would be a donation where you're expecting them to do that for one time with not with little to right. nothing in return, you know. And um for these kids who are seeking individual sponsorships, you know, it is that relationship and it is that partnership that lasts and it's not a one-way street. It is a two-way street. And the more you give, the more that sponsor is going to be willing to give back. And like you said, even in those hard times, and I think Isaiah and Madison, they can probably speak a little bit to this on the rodeo kids ambassador team, you know, that the more that they put into it, the more they get out of it as well. And the more that I'm able to pour into them, but just like your deal, you can't pour into them if they don't show up and are willing and helping and all that kind of stuff. And and for the kids that are already attending and entered in the event, like I just want to encourage if you've listened to this, make sure that you're sharing Vegas Toughest on social media or Rodeo Kids or whatever, because we can't do it without you either. It, it doesn't always have to be a trade of money or trade of something for you to show your support either. Right. Absolutely. We have a thing, um, the kids write in a hundred words or less if they want to be on it, like they want to be on the Spalding Fly Predator, or they want to be on the Red River Arena's team, or they want to be on the five-star team, or the MVP, and so, um, and then they're chosen based on those letters, and then they have shout-outs, and it's amazing how many of those don't do their shout-outs. It only is three shout-outs, and, you know, disappointment comes when they wonder why they didn't get on well because you don't do your shout outs I mean that's not much time and it, it's not very you're on your phone all the time most kids are on the internet they're on a phone and they have the time but they don't understand how important it is to that spot you know it just they only see the me side you know? and so I like if they if they could see the other side of it then they would understand more you know, that that hat that they get or shirt that it costs someone some and, you know, to make it or, you know, to sell it to someone or to anything like that. And I think if sometimes, you know, just doing things, there's not a sponsor that Mike and I've ever had in our life that we haven't used the product, wore the product before we became part of them. That way, we know that product works. We know we actually use it. We don't just get it because they give us money or they give us something to. Um, if it doesn't work for us, then I don't want to be wearing my shirt or telling someone about it or not knowing what it's all about and the people behind it. I mean, Five Star has been with us for so many years. They are a family. I, I know this weekend that that the daughter, her little daughter went to her first junior rodeo on her pony. And I could hear her grandpa in the video screaming to go faster. You're going too slow. And I was cracking up, you know, laughing at that. Or, you know, that that the actual lady that owns Cowgirl Tough is a barrel racer herself. And so is her daughter. And just knowing that those things about those people, you know, uh, Dr. Harry with Total Feed, he and I worked... I worked for Perina for a few years and he and I 
were on the same team when we designed a product of Purina's. And so then he came from our research farm and developed Total Feeds. I know him. I know his his sons. I know his wife. And and it's amazing. If I saw her on the street, I could hug her neck. I know her name. And and I think that's important, not just the feed that's in that bag that takes care of our horses and does a great job. It's knowing all of those people and, you know, knowing Ty and can call him on speed dial and say, hey, you know, uh, that product worked for one of my horses in a, in a box at a clinic this weekend. That's what's important. It's not just, oh, you gave me something and yay, I can use that to put in my gas tank or give feed my horse. That's, 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 you're missing it. You're, you're missing all of that. And down the road, you may end up getting a job and work someone and you see someone that you knew because you used to be a part of them and 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 i promise you, the world is very small you think it's big and lots of people in it that comes around again you're going to see someone a familiar face a familiar product or a familiar situation and you're going to remember i feel comfortable because i i know somebody here or i've been here i've done this and it's those experiences that create and mold who you are. It, it's that, that product, I promise. And Isaiah's oh. shaking his nose. <laughs> so what yeah, is it? That... Oh, you can go. Well, just real quick, kind of the phrase, like, someone's always watching comes up to comes to mind and like not just watching I think it's easy right now for youth to get caught up in someone's always watching me perform but it, it's not how you do so much it's how you treat people you know and so those people that you maybe want to be your sponsors down the road or or anything like that it is all about that relationship that you build with them sure it's cool if you're in the spotlight from time to time but who you are as a person is going to prevail when it comes to continuing these opportunities for you down the road as a sponsor, um, as a contestant, as events evolve for the youth. Um, so I, I think that what you shed light on there was just a really important message to the youth that we know you're on your phone and we know when you're not doing what you could be doing to help this stuff grow. It is noticed that it doesn't go unrecognized. Um, so that's just as important as when you are posting and stuff, we recognize that too, but it's seen when you're on and off because it shows every time you're online. <laughs> <laughs> it does how many times right oh my goodness and how many times oh huh? yes yes it is you know um last night um one of our big sponsors um had an accident um his um other half had an accident a horse accident and immediately what was so cool to me is our 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 network shared that with me so i could reach out because mm -hmm. i wasn't on I was on the internet and I was able to, you know, give them, Hey, you know, we're thinking about you. We're praying for you, you know, it was a pretty bad accident. We, we just, that we know who we are, you know what I'm saying as a fan yeah. and, and they give our trucks away. And you know, um, I, she's a barrel racer and you know, her horse missed the gate and went into the bus. So, you know, Ooh. we're, Oh, you know, for a speedy recovery i've been there i can share with her it's gonna hurt for a while <laughs> but you yeah. know you prevail you know um but just just that is what at the end of the day that's all that we have we don't you know um money 
I guess is is the end drive to everything, but because it makes us work or it makes us survive. But getting there is what really makes it. And if you, you know, mm-hmm. there's anything you can learn from RodeoKids.com is what you guys are trying to do for them and the opportunity you're offering them. Whether or not they take of those opportunities is all about them. It's mm-hmm. only about their drive free of how much it matters to them. And, you know, you can give someone, you know, when kids, when you unload kids out of a trailer, we're at Loganville, Nevada, about four miles outside of Vegas. And when kids unload, I saw a kid get a lead rope and a rock and they tied that lead rope around the rock and they were swinging it and making a game out of it. And I laughed so much because rodeo kids, um, and it's in your, but rodeo kids are resilient in, in finding a cardboard box and having more fun with that cardboard box or that rock that lead rope yesterday is it, then all of the money that the big things can buy you know exactly. all of the video, you know they're out there in the world understanding you know gravity i mean i can see what they were doing with that game it was really exciting for me to see what they did and how they were doing it but it was a lead rope and a rock yeah <laughs> and so I think that's what rodeo kids have in common. We we're a big family and I think it's a great name that you guys have done and it, it speaks for what you're doing. So um, good kudos to you guys. So I'm excited for Vegas toughest and for you guys to be there. So let's, let's get her done. Oh yeah. Um. So I have a question. How do you get new sponsorships? Because you just said that, or in the beginning, and you said now you it's up to 1.5 million. So how do you get new sponsorships every year? Well, I guess that's a really great question and it's really kind of complex. Um our families with our sponsors, they feed off each other and so they talk at trade shows and they actually are my ambassadors. They help me. They what we're doing and them in the contact of what we're trying to grow and what we're trying to do and everything. And so, um, you know, what, what I tell them and I share with them, then they share that with everyone else and they'll see something new in the the area and they'll see one that's trying to grow to and to get into a sport. And they'll say, you know, something of the nature of you guys need to get on board with Vegas Tuffet because they're, you know, they're about kids and they're doing this and they've got avenues for you. And they're like, it would help you and you could help them. And then before you know it, I've got a contact and then I'm visiting with them and they're getting excited about what we do and sharing with what they have. And I mean, that's how the easiest way for us to do is really get involved with the sponsors that we have, build that rapport with them and they'll go out there and help you. And that's been the easiest way for us is, is by word of mouth and by individuals helping others. And I don't know what I do without the sponsors that I have, because every year they just help us stay, grow, expand. And I I don't think there's a, I mean, I don't get a list or I don't, you know, I don't go on someone's website and look for sponsors. I don't do that. I, I never have. I feel like our sponsors help us become a bigger family. And so I think that has to do with, you know, the people that we're around and, 
Um, the kids, you know, they see what we do. I'll have someone at our event, at least one or two sponsors will walk up and say, I want to be a part of this. I mean, Reno Rodeo called us. Reno Rodeo, they put on a rodeo for pro people. And they reached out to me via text and said, we want to be a part of what you're doing. I was like, oh, how awesome is that idea? So that gave me the idea that next year I want to go out to the, you know, five or six major rodeos, Ellensburg and, and Cody, Wyoming and Cheyenne and say, hey, why don't you guys be a part of us? We'll put a booth up for y'all. And I've got some great ideas next year for them. And so, um, and I don't want to talk too much about that, but like, I feel like our event is helping grow our event, if that makes sense. And so maybe it'll help you guys too. Right. Um, if someone wanted to put on a, a qualifier around the country, say Michigan, what are some costs that a producer has to think of and other things they have to think of putting it on? Great question, Isaiah. And I've had uh, someone from uh, up there that has reached out, um, but I haven't heard from them in a while that were, you know, potentially wanting to do something in Michigan. And I would love that opportunity. So we have a list because we only put on so many qualifiers a year. So we have a list and uh, they go on that list. And so if someone kind of falls off or we have a new area, we'll add one or two. And then the rest of them are based on if someone decides not to do one in that area next year. And their costs involved would be for them to put on an event just like anything else. Obviously, their staff and their help, as if any other rodeo they were putting on, um, that's all about them, how they would um, make the money to do that, which would be obviously through their office fees and their site fees and stalling and that sort of thing, just like any other event. But Vegas Toughest, the only thing that you have to do that costs you money to do that is just doing your flyer because your flyer would be a side pot. So Vegas Toughest is just the event that you have and you have to have our obviously our events and you have to offer them. They don't have to make, but you have to offer them. And then um, the side pot and the side pot, the kids pay. So really, there's no fee out to you. Um, we send you a FedEx label. So you, when you send us the results, doesn't cost you to ship it. So really there's no outside fees to have Vegas toughest. It's just having an event itself. And that event is the same fees that you would have if you had any junior rodeo. So actually it doesn't cost any more to have a toughest event. We just don't co-approve with other events that have side pots. And the big reason for that, you would say, well, gosh, Sherry Lynn, why don't you do that? And the reason that we don't is people get confused on what side pot they're paying. So if they're paying $100 to the Vegas Toughest and they're paying $100 to another side pot, then they don't know which one they're qualifying for. Because ours is, you know, we have a certain way you qualify and another one might just take the first place person. And so it becomes you know, uh, confusing for the contestant. And so we feel like if we are a standalone qualifier, then it doesn't do that. But I will tell you that um, if you had a little britches an event as an example, because I know you guys have those up north, our South Dakota qualifier uses little britches as their event. And then they just add the Vegas toughest to it. So that way they're not out any other 
um, fees putting on the event and it works well for them. So if you guys have a junior event up there, some kind of junior rodeo association, that would be a good way to have a Vegas toughest because you could have it in conjunction with that event. And that way your cost of putting on the event are already covered. And that way it would help you. And I'd be glad to do that. And I'm the person um, they yeah. reach out to me and I explain all of that to them and help them through it. And a lot of the first timers I go to, so I can help them if they have questions. Yeah, that's interesting. I just love to learn about just the, all everybody's behind the scenes and just like different costs and because you never know who's going to listen to this and hear what we're going to say. Absolutely. Get you a qualifier up there just because of what you guys are doing. So your podcasts are awesome because you're, you're real. You're, you're, you're to the point, but you're real. You make it life real, it's not staged. It's not, you know, fancied up. I ask you, what are we going to talk about? You always just say just about Vegas toughest. So it is spontaneous. It's <laughs> energetic and it's real and people, to see real so I applaud you guys for that well like I keep telling the kids sometimes we get a little question heavy and I'm like we need to have a direction like a direction's great but there's also just having a conversation you know and, and seeing what the other person has to say and what comes to mind and um Madison and Isaiah I was talking to Madison the other day and she was really getting kind of curious about the production side and you know, I think it's so important and I, I love having this conversation because I think it there's so many people who never have the opportunity to see that. And so they lack the appreciation for what it what goes into producing an event of this size. And and even with what you've said, you know, and we've produced some pretty big events Um uh, my family and I have it and like, you still can't fathom it. You know, you shared a lot, but it's still just, and unless you've been in it, the work that goes into an event like this um, is just, it's amazing. And, you know, for, for the people who go, you know, you're rodeoing all year long and, and you might have to pack the trailer for that 10 days. But like you said, you're already in Vegas and, and it's been a year long process of getting everything and maintaining stuff and also living the rest of your life too. But um, I just hope through this podcast that when, when the people who are headed to Vegas, when they hear this, they have just that deeper appreciation um, and just, appreciation for, for getting to go and when they get there I hope they're that much more excited to say wow like this is even that much bigger of a deal than what I thought it was um so um I just think it's fun and thank you for sharing that information and being open about uh the production side of it and what does go into it because there's a lot <laughs> there is and I tell everyone I think every person that rodeos hard should have to put on an event to be more appreciative when they get to an event and things don't go exactly as par that they understand yeah. because they've put one on. And if you've never done that, you have no idea. You know, uh, one of the things um, that just sparked out this conversation is, you know, if, if Madison or anyone else from rodeo.com ever wanted to shadow one of the, you know, pro West or um, the, the music side of it, uh, the Lopeman company, you know, that put that does our music or, Anyone like that, I think that would be a great opportunity to just walk up and talk to them while you're there and say, hey, you know, I'm from Rodeo Kids. I would love an opportunity to do an internship with you if you ever come across someone that wants to do that. Or my photographer, you know, she was put up twice this year 
for the PRCA photographer. She that's what she does. And uh, Crystal, amen. And she's really, really good. You know, and if you want to be a photographer and do that and to aspire that, go in there and do it. Because I, I promise before you decide to jump off and go to college or learn a trip, make sure that's what you want to do. And, and shadowing mm-hmm. someone, that you're, you're working for free. I get it. But what an ideal situation to learn on the job and all the people that you would meet and the potential job opportunities down the road. And yeah. and that's a little bit of time from you. And I think if you guys ever wanted to do that, I think it'd be awesome because that's how you're going to get somewhere is to get in with someone and learn the trade and learn it. You may find out, ah, that's not really what I want to do. That's a little bit more than I thought. Or, oh my God. Now I want to do this, you know, and I think that's the only way that you can figure that out. And so why not? You're in Vegas. They say you're in Vegas. (laughs) Vegas is definitely a breeding ground for business opportunity because it's the one place that so many people, like everybody in the industry is there, or at least somebody from every company is there. And that is where, that's where Rodeo Kids was born, you know, conversations with people in the industry who weren't doing anything. And I was in the elevator by myself on the way back to my room. And I was like, gosh, somebody needs to do something about this. And God was like, it's you, rodeokids.com. <laughs> but it was from being in Vegas and having those conversations and all of that kind of stuff and, and making those connections and that network. And, and this is the place to do it. And I love that advice to, even if it's, if it's at Vegas toughest, or if you're walking down the street and you see somebody, or if you're at another event, like people are there to be approached. That is our job when we are there is to be customer service and to meet everybody. And so they are open to you tapping on their shoulder saying, Hey, I'm Isaiah. Hey, I'm Madison. I'd like to know more. Um, that's what we're in Vegas for. That's a huge part of it. I have yeah, to tell that- going to love this real quick. The carpet Madison that I use around the arena. Um, it's, I always get secondhand carpet from Vegas. And this year, the guy that always got me gets my carpet. So I keep the dirt out. I said, he said, I don't have any carpet. And I was like, you always give me black carpet. What's the deal? And the guy on the other phone said, oh, I got a lot from Katy Perry's vent. I'll get that for you. So our carpet, Katy Perry has stepped on our carpet, just so you know. So when you see the black <laughs> carpet, it's from <laughs> Katy Perry's concert. Oh, <laughs> so anyway, I'd share. <laughs> Funny. So, yeah. As you were talking about just like meeting people, I think two years ago, my brother, um, we were in Perry, Georgia for the junior high finals and he just walked up to, to a Quanta, the Quanta person and he's he was just talking to him and about like linesman stuff and then he got up into the truck and they were talking for like hours and this is that's now what he wants to do. He wants to go to linesman school and be a linesman. So you never See, know. Absolutely. How about that's you? Something that's, that's something that's become um, kind of not normal in our generation. Like people don't really want to go talk to people or um, especially kids. Like it's not normal for them just to go up and talk to somebody. And that's been something that's kind of convicted me. Like I'm an approachable person, but I don't do a lot of approaching. And that's something in rodeo kids, like Camry's really pushed for, like call them up, talk to them. And I'm like, so that is something that's going to help you grow. And that's something that I've been trying to do is approaching people. Um, and that's how you're going to grow. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. I can tell that you are going to be just fine. I can just tell by that smile and the way you think and way you are, you're going to be good. So. Thank you. Yeah, well, even like this Vegas Tapas deal that just came from me approaching Sherry Lynn and saying, hey, do you guys have anything like this? Are you interested, you know, or just, and it was just starting a conversation with no idea where it was going to go. Right. So where do you want to see the Vegas Tapas in five years? Oh, my goodness. Let's see. We're in our fifth year now. So, gosh, if we were to double again, that'd be three million. So I. I I don't know there. I, I, I'm not sure I'll, uh, I might be in a wheelchair there driving myself up to the front of that saying, hey, you girls go, get after it. <laughs> right. So, um, you know, until the NFR, as long as the NFR is in Vegas, that's where we're going to be um, because that's where the kids want to do. The favorite thing kids want to do is hold that sign up that says, I qualified for Vegas. And if you don't believe that, look at some of those pictures online. They do some funny things with that sign. That sign is a big deal that we have. It says, I qualified for Vegas. And we have it in Arizona. And we have it in Wyoming. And we have it in Oregon. And we have it in Pennsylvania. And they love that. So that is where, you know, we're just going to keep going, get bigger, more money for these kids. And just, you know, the sky's the limit. See what we can do. See how much money they can. I mean, at one point here, we're looking at the breakaway having as much money as the WPRA breakaway. So, what the heck? I mean, you know, we're just going to keep going. Oh, yeah. Um, What are you most excited about for the Vegas Toughest this year? Hmm. What am I most excited about? You know, I every year just seeing those kids and seeing the the youngest youth. I have so many kids that are eight and under this year. I can't tell you. I'm going to have a list of them. They're all going to get a prize for being the youngest kids at my event. That tells me that we are growing these kids quicker and faster. And um, that's that's one of the biggest things right now is just to see how many. I've got the girls on it. They're going to tell me how many eight and unders. And there's, there's a potload of them. I'm just going to tell you. And there's boys, too. I got a bunch of little boys that are tying these calves and, and they're eight years old. And I'm just, I'm amazed at that. I, I, I think what, I wouldn't even have known how to hold a rope. We didn't have roping when I was eight years old. I was 14 before we had girls break. So um, I think Madison, just seeing the families and, and how good that we are still doing the right things we're still pledging allegiance to the flag we're still going to pray we're still going to do the right things and um as long as i am doing it as long as mike and i are part of vegas toughest that's where we're going to do and that's how it's going to be and it's going to be a family affair and i wouldn't have it any other way so i guess that that's probably the most fulfilling part of what we're doing Yes, thank you very much, Sherry Lynn. Is there anything else that you'd like to, you feel like you need to share or add on to this? I just want to thank all the staff that work extra hours and and listen to me and sometimes, I guess, try to make them do things in double time and, and just put all the effort that they do into making the event work from the sponsors to the guy that opens the gate to the guy that puts the dirt in to the girl that tacks up the last fine um I, I can do it without them they are the reason that vegas toughest is the way it is so i just really appreciate everybody 
That's great. So that's our last question. Um, thank you so much for joining the podcast. I look forward to meeting you and see all the hard work you put in as well as the competition. Um, everybody, don't forget to swing by the Rodeo Kids booth. We have a lot of fun things going on there, and I hope to see you there. Before we end, I'd like to close us out in prayer. Awesome. God, I thank you for the opportunity to be able to do a podcast with Ms. Sherry Lynn. God, I pray that you will continue to guide her as she goes into the finals this year. I pray that you will bless her and everybody involved to make this happen, for we know it takes special people to head this operation up. I pray that everybody that competes, you will keep them safe this year. I pray that you will allow the livestock to compete to their very best. I pray that everybody that comes to the event will leave in a more godly way. I pray all these things in your mighty name. Amen. 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 Thank you all so much for tuning in to the Rodeo Kids podcast, and we hope to see you in Vegas. If you're going to be there, grab your friends. Um, if you're not going to be there and your friends are, let them know about us. We have some really cool things going on, and and we have worked really hard, um, and our sponsors have and our partners have really, really come together to make this booth awesome. And this is the first year, so I cannot wait to see um, what the future holds. So we'd just like to invite you to come out and, and check it out, have your opportunity to win some prizes and some scholarships and have a lot of fun, which is the most important part. Uh, get to know some new kids from around the country. And we know that sometimes kids get tired of walking around Vegas. Um, so it's a perfect opportunity for them to burn off some steam and get to do some kid things. So uh, head on over to the Expo at World Market Centers and come visit the booth. We, again, have some amazing, amazing, amazing sponsors making this happen. Mike and Sherry Lynn have been so generous with with uh, offering two scholarships to their clinics and camps, as well as two qualifier positions as awards for um, our little jackpots that we have going on. K&D Equestrian has amazing buckets. They've got other stuff too, but their buckets are like the best. They have this awesome ring that goes around them. And we've had these buckets for like two or three years now and they stay out 24 7 we're in Iowa it's cold it's hot I mean we have 100 degrees to negative 20 30 with the wind blowing and uh, these buckets have stood the test of time so if you're looking for a bucket investment it is the place to go plus they've got some other cool products uh, you can look at them at kndequestrian.com goaty goat time dummies they are the ultimate tying dummy the best on the market most realistic with the resistance in the legs they've got added weight compared to other goaty or other goat tying dummies, and they're going to be heading up our goaty goat tie matches. So girls, boys, bring those goat tying strings. Flat Tops Cowboy Church, Flat Tops Rodeo Bible Camp, and Rodeo Bible Camps of America have stepped up in a huge, huge way. You guys are going to have the opportunity. Every kid that comes into the booth is going to get a couple of tickets to put into um, a jar for a Rodeo Bible Camp of America near you. So they're going to draw one to two out of each of those jars um, when we're all said and done. And you'll get to, um, you've got that chance to go to a Rodeo Bible Camp near you. The Flat Tops Rodeo Bible Camp in, Ro in Rifle, Colorado is one that um, I have been a clinician at the past couple of years. And I just can't say enough good things about it. Um, Jeff and Sherry Kerr and everybody that's there. I mean, they have every event uh, in rodeo as well as 
horsemanship and working cow horse. They've got bullfighters there that you can learn from as well. And it's just, you just wouldn't believe, um, what it's like when you get kids like that together and, and their leadership in, in bringing kids to the Lord and just helping them see that they're not alone and that they are in a community and that they are loved and cared about. And that rodeo is our vessel that we get to do that. Um, and I know that all of the rodeo Bible camps of America, um, are like that. And it's, if, if you guys are looking for something, a place to send your kids, um, and places that kids want to go to find God, like you, that's, that's a place you want to go because they are just phenomenal and amazing. Fastback ropes. They are supporting the youth in a big way this year. We'll have ropes and goat strings and all kinds of cool stuff. 7k roping dummies. They are providing all of our roping dummies like the 7k little something roller dummy. So we'll have the shoe where it spits it out. You can head and heal it. We've got dummy rope and jackpots, just the traditional style. Um, so it'll be fun, fun, fun for everyone. We've got six and under to open classes. The Epic Animal has all the barn needs that you can imagine from horse blankets to bucket hooks. They've got it all. Check out the Epic Animal, the performance pony company. All your small horse and pony needs. Bits Tack, world's largest selection of Western pony tack. Short Go Children's Books. Wow. They have amazing books, and they are the head sponsor of our Coloring Corner. They have provided the cutest outline of a back number that the kids get to um, they get to color it in and cut it out, and then they'll get to wear those around Vegas and while they compete in the stick horse races. They've also donated a couple games for the kids to play while they're in the kids' corner. So if your kids, uh, again, your youngsters are just worn out and need some kid time, we have got some kids' activities for them. So you can come check it out in the Rodeo Kids booth. Signature stall mats, the sales rep Bailey Cooper has donated four stall mats to help out in the goatee goat tie-in lane. Uh, We'll have something soft for you guys to tie your goaties on and, and compete. And those signature stall mats are pretty amazing, easy to haul so you can take them anywhere you want if your horses are going to those rodeos you know all over the place and you know you're going to maybe have to stand on concrete all day if you're not stalling overnight these things are amazing and a must have Uh, we have rural health education and that has been a game changer in my own life learning what to eat how to eat when to eat um it's just been huge uh, for my performance. When we eat the right things before we perform, then it helps settle our nerves and keep our brain focused. Like focused food is a real thing. And the better, like the best part about it is that it doesn't even have to like be a huge transformation in your diet. It's just allocating your foods at the right times in the right portions. And it's a like I said, it's just a total game changer. Wolf and Son's performance, also a total game changer. The workouts that he provides me have changed my life, have changed my performance for the better. And I'm not miserable at the end of them. So that's pretty wonderful. Jacob Edler, world champion steer wrestler, is providing a two-day private clinic for you to sign up for. Uh, we'd love to see you guys head on over there. Jacob and Stockton Graves also have an amazing clinic coming up this weekend that we would love to see you sign up for. These guys are the bomb.com and they are going to teach you things that you need to know if you are going to be a steer wrestler. They have been there, done that. They, I mean, Jacob's a world champion. Stockton is a college rodeo coach and been to the NFR multiple times. Like, these guys know it, and they want to see you succeed. Uh, Jacob's a first-generation cowboy. He knows what it's like to come up through the ranks and, and have to earn his way in from the bottom up. And If you are a steer wrestler, I highly recommend you check out 
Jacob Edler and Stockton Graves Steer Wrestling Clinics. And last but certainly not least, we have Rodeo University who are doing some amazing things around the country as well, providing breakaway clinics, steer wrestling, barrel racing. Uh, they got a little bit of everything, goat tying, and their clinics are awesome. They have their teachers in their daytime jobs and they are coaches, um, you know, on the weekends. They want to see you succeed. They've also been there, done that, and doing some really cool things. They've got all kinds of kids headed out to the Vegas Toughest. So if you are a Rodeo University student, welcome to Vegas. We hope you stop by and see us and uh, we'll make sure to take a picture in front of their banner so you can send it over to to Chelsea and, and she can post that on her social media as well. So needless to say, we have got all kinds of amazing things happening, not to mention our volunteers, the Rodeo Kids Ambassadors that are headed out to help. It's going to be an amazing time. We are going to be at the Expo at World Market Center, Las Vegas, December 7th through the 13th. So we will not be there the entire time. But if you're going to be there December 7th through the 13th, make sure you put the Rodeo Kids booth on your itinerary. And until we see you then, next time, good luck, safe travels, and God bless while chasing your gold buckle dreams.